to the best podcast, your favorite podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And today we're talking about It Happened One, one Summer. summer. Wait, I, we, I feel like it's been like 10 years since we recorded our last podcast. Because te- like so much stuff has happened <laughs> for the podcast. We've been thinking about the podcast since we recorded last Tuesday. Yeah, I really been, feel like we've been, we've been going and we've kind got of replanning do, stuff so. and whatnot. Yeah, we're going to kind of revamp a little bit. Yeah. So to kind of give a little bit of a backstory, we are approaching our one year anniversary um, in late July. Mm-hmm. July 16th, whenever we made the copyright and whatnot and the logo, but we didn't upload an episode until the end of that month. Yeah. Right. So... Technically, our, like, established birthday is July 16th, but I think, like, our episode birthday is, like, July 20-something. I don't remember. But um, because it's getting close, and Tori and I don't see this ever going away, (laughs) we kind of have taken some, you know, conversations and discussions of how to take this to the next level. And we evaluate the direction we want things to go in. Yep. Um, so we're more like authentic to what we want and how we feel. Mm-hmm. And I've I've said this multiple times to Tori too that like we are kind of going in more of a um, just a different aesthetic direction a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, not really being afraid of kind of pushing the envelope for like a bookstagram just because we know that there is a type and that there is a um, formatting for a lot of bookstagrams out there we just don't feel like that fits with us mm-hmm. um and not only that we want to we just kind of want to push the envelope a little bit more and after going to this conference that we went to this past weekend we've really really like solidified the fact that we want to make this into a brand mm-hmm. rather than just it being a hobby more than anything so we've just have some very serious discussions of what we want this to look like, how we want this to evolve, how we're going to invest in this a little bit more, and for it to, instead of just being kind of like a hobby for us, which I think it always will be a hobby for us, but... Just because we love it. Right. Um, But make this more elevated and truly kind of serious. And more the way we want it to be. Instead of like trying to kind of like fit in this mold that we don't feel like is really us. Right, exactly. And... I think you can see that in our Instagram stories, too. And like I said, going back to not regretting anything, I think it took us this year to kind of see what we did and we didn't like. Yeah, I mean, we've never done this before, so we had to figure out what we want. Just some true growing pains, I think. Yeah, but that's the first year of anything. Right. And so I think we've done a lot of really cool stuff, but after us talking more and more i think we're more excited to see what this is going to happen or like what this is going to kind of involve and evolve into in the next i would say i don't know three months or so yeah It'll give us some time mm-hmm. um but yeah hopefully we have a lot of really cool stuff in store for you um and just stick around and hope hopefully our little audience grows a little bit more that's that's our goal yeah we just want to keep reading books and talking about them so yeah man so but yeah not to get on like you know mushy gushy for a freaking wednesday morning but um do you want to start with updates yeah okay okay updates i need to look at my google calendar (laughs) (laughs) we did a lot i'm telling you so much you were so right because i was looking at our page on spotify today just because i was looking for stuff to listen to Mm -hmm. um in the morning and i was like man why does it feel like 
we didn't upload last week. I know. But we did. So maybe it's because we haven't read a new book. What did we... We did Crescent City, too. Oh, that's totally why. Yeah. So we didn't read a new story. We didn't discuss anything, like, new for the past, what, two weeks? Two and a half weeks? So... Shocking for us. Right? Um, Okay, let's see. On Friday night, I went and saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was freaking amazing. I wanted to go see that. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, It was an emotional roller coaster. I was, like, crying... Oh, I will cry. Those movies make me such, like, they a really, fucking tear-jerking baby. Bro, the formula was, there was, like, kind of, like, two storylines. <laughs> Emotion? Trauma? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> trauma to the fucking max. You're like, okay. trauma? Humor? Trauma? <laughs> Literally. So there was two storylines, so they kept bouncing back and mm. forth. And so you'd get to one part, and you'd kind of, like, finally start to forget about the other storyline, and then, kaboom, you're back, and you're like... What the fuck am I watching? Like, talk about elite in tears. Talk about it was so good. That's and the reviews even were like, "This is the best Marvel movie since Endgame," and I one thousand percent agree. Shit. Okay. Well, now now you've really piqued my interest. But talk about elite POVs. Yes, multiple POVs. Um. Okay. What else did I do? I don't know. Did movie night and then. On Saturday, we had our conference, Mm -hmm. which was so fun. It was the Dear Media IRL conference, and I got to sit right behind my favorite podcasters slash influencers. That was crazy. Which was gnarly. I was like, Maddie, let's go sit. And we sat down, and as I was sitting, I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking them. That's so fucking funny, because And then when I was you, like, oh, my God, does Maddie realize we're sitting yes. behind them? When Tori said, like, hey, do you want to go sit down here, like, where the little section we were at? I was like, yeah. And I thought you wanted to sit there because they were sitting in front I of us. I didn't fucking and realize. It, I didn't, yeah. It didn't register on your face until I was, like, like looking at you, and then you looked at them, and you looked at me, and I was like, I didn't fucking realize. <laughs> and you're like, it's sh- like a lucky like, coincidence. I know. And if if we hadn't been like rude to interrupt the speakers, like not interrupt them, but like to be like causing a little commotion in the back. Well, talking. I would have been yeah. like, can I get a photo with you guys? And I wanted to get a photo with them at the end, but right. they had left. And um, for those of you who don't know, I'm obsessed with the podcast. What we said, which is um, JC Marie Smith and Chelsea Jade Curtis. And I've been obsessed with JC. You know them even by their middle name. Well, that's, you go they girl. Like have them in their usernames. Love. Um, but I've been obsessed with JC since her wedding photography days, which is how I even found her. Mm-hmm. Fellow I'm photographer. photographer. And then she started a podcast with her friend, and now I just love them all. And she doesn't do wedding photography anymore. But it's so funny that is it? What was her name? JC. Is she the redhead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, JC roped in her best friend, her best Chelsea. friend Chelsea, yeah. and I roped in you, roped you in to do this. Yeah, I was like, like I said, I had kind of when we first made this podcast, um, I had been wanting to do one for a while, for many many months, because I had had a bookstagram for about a year and a half at that point. Yeah, And I had gotten back into reading. And even before I made my bookstagram, I was reading a year before that because of the pandemic. But a whole nother story. And I had asked a few of the friends that I had was really close with and who actually who also liked to read. However, 
two of my really good friends that I always talk about, Melanie and Allie, at the time, we, we were states away. There was no way that we could do it. However, and Mel was in law school. Mel, yeah, Mel was in law school. And Allie was in Boston. And of course, there's a way that you can do it. And I was willing to put in the research and stuff. But um, I just don't think it was feasible with their schedules because both of them have pretty um, demanding jobs now. Even. Yeah, and it's different when you can be, like, in person. Dude, we also literally live below each other, so <laughs> above and below. Yeah, I walk so down the steps to get into your place. It doesn't even so. take you 30 seconds to get down the stairs and to get into my house. Yeah. So it, it makes proximity easier. And then not only that, I found that whenever I texted you, you immediately were like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the like, next, and the next no breath. No hesitation. The next breath text formed um i sent you, you sent mics. me yeah you sent me links to mics and i was like fuck she's yeah she's okay she's serious about this all right i've always wanted to have a podcast really yeah that's funny well i'm glad i asked you for it because now it's turned into one of like my most favorite things i know same and I, I always leave in a better mood always always because there's times where we've t- like we start this and i'm upset or you're like, I had a shit day at work. I'm so tired and drained. Yeah. And then after we're done, I was like, that was so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always like laugh. And so I think we do, too. And I think when we really like a book, we're like, we gotta extra talk, stuff. We got to talk about it now. Yeah. So um, let me do my three updates. Well, I didn't even do oh, my third. Fi- but oh, my okay. third is our shared one also is we did a little photo shoot for the, we did. the pod on Sunday. We did, but we're going to redo it because we're kind of some there was a really good pictures that did come out, but still wasn't to like how we wanted it to be so we're gonna experiment a little bit more but i wasn't upset with some of the photos that did come out of it um three updates acl lineup came up came out today and tori's like dream folk bands basically this, yeah. this entire like festival is just like it's very folk heavy Volumiers, which i'm not upset Hosier, about noah khan maggie rogers doesn't odessa come back too odessa's gonna be there but they're not folk obviously they're not folk but you also like but house I music i fucking love odessa yeah i saw them last year i all of the handliners the 1975 i they, they're gonna be good too. yes um kendrick kendrick again bro Shania kendrick stays Twain? kendrick stays days going to acl literally i was looking up on a forum on reddit because they have like the predictions and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's like this would be his fifth year but i wouldn't put it past (laughs) i'm like fair man fair so not only just those headliners um it's caliucci i'm super excited for him declan mckenna um tablo definitely want to see tablo i thought it was tovlo tablo tablo tovlo tovlo because it's like love, tov. Oh, I thought it was tovlo, but because like she changed the L and the T, love too. Yeah, tovlo. I don't know her name. Anyways, her Noah <laughs> Noah Khan 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 Noah Khan, which um, I've been listening to his album on repeat. Orange Juice, literally. I'm pretty sure I, I know the yeah. I'm pretty sure I know the yeah yeah yeahs. Yeah, I think I know them. Huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, Half Alive is going to be there, and they have some really good songs. Half Alive, but we're going to miss them. So oh, the only weekend one. Damn. Yep. 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 So, um, but yeah. So like, like Coachella, ACL is uh, two weekends in October. 
Um, so the lineup came out today at nine, and then the tickets went on sale at noon. And we and, both bought a weekend pass. Yep, we already got our third day weekend pass because you know we're kind of crazy ass bitches, but that's fine. Um, tomorrow starts like the twenty five dollar ticket fest that's going on for a lot of those bands off of mm. Live Nation. Super excited for that because there's so many people that I want to go see, including Three Doors Down, All American Rejects, Fall Out Boy, Jimmy Eats World, Logic. Like, so many fucking people. Maroon 5. Um, even though Adam's kind of like a piece of shit now, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's another update. What else did I do? I mean, we did so much together. We did do a lot of stuff together. That it's hard when we do our three updates to, like... We do a lot of stuff together. <laughs> we spend a lot of time together. Oh, and then I guess this update's just all going to be about music, and that's fine. But I'm going to a concert this weekend. What concert? Valley. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What day is that? Uh, the 13th of Saturday. And nice. then Sunday's Mother's Day, so I'm going to go see my... Uh... Ooh. That's right. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. I don't yep, have yep, to yep, yep. worry about that because my mom lives in Wisconsin. So. Yeah, but he gets into her card if you wanted to. I, I, I don't know if flower. she's a card Ooh, person. I shouldn't. Well, she's not going to listen to this because she has not read this book. Uh, I sent her flowers. That'll get there on Tuesday. Oh, mm-hmm. well, perfect. I sent her flowers for her birthday and Mother's Day every year. So you're such a nice daughter. I so, try. I mean, I so live a thousand miles away, so I try to do something nice. True. True. All right. So let's get out of this and let's actually start talking about the book. Yes. Which um, I can no so longer cute. say I'm the queen of fucking notes because I once again forgot to send them to myself. You need to stop doing that on your computer. But the problem is I can type so much faster I know. than I can on my phone. Why don't you put a sticky note on your one of the desktops and be like, if I have notes, make sure I send them to me. Because I won't, or a that reminder. won't do anything. We'll put, well, what about a reminder on uh, Tuesdays? No. A rem- on your phone. Because what if I Why would stay you leave? longer? Then you do it when the reminder is there. It just, it wouldn't work. I literally was taking notes until the second I left work. And then I I got up to take a few more photos before I left, and then I forgot to sit back down and sit, press in, and I'm a fucking idiot. You should idiot. still do sh- put a reminder on your phone. It'll come up even, like, and, like, don't exit out of it until you do it, because it'll stay I, on I understand thing. what you're saying. I just know myself. All I right. unfortunately know my brain, and it just wouldn't work. And maybe that's some self-limiting behaviors, but because most of the time I do remember, but it's just been lately that I've been fucking it all up and I'm pissed. Maddie's just nodding her head, like wanting Mm -hmm. to punch me in the face, essentially. (laughs) No. Yeah. Just like, whatever. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to stop. Anywho. Um, What was you going to say? What would you rate this book? Oh, five. A five? Yeah. It was so cute, and it was everything I needed. It was so refreshing and adorable. And I've heard some really, like, I guess maybe the reason why I gave it a 5, or maybe, like, a 4.75 is probably more accurate, but 5 you can only give whole numbers on Goodreads. Um, And it was definitely closer to the 5 than it was a 4 to me. But 
I heard some pretty like interesting stuff about Tessa Bailey's writing. Like, there's I haven't heard the like the greatest about her, so I was kind of surprised enjoying the book as much as I did. And I was very wholly invested even from the beginning because sometimes with audiobooks, we I listen to it and I'm, you listen to it too. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes with audiobooks, I find that... Your interest can mm-hmm. stray. No, not even that. It's hard for me to even get in, interested in the book. Oh, yeah, I get that for like, sure. really there interested. There was moments of that for me in this book. Really? Yeah. I did not have that because I was like, I guess because for, for my reading experience... I haven't had a romance where the girl is like a socialite influencer, pretty airhead heiress sort of thing. And then the guy is like a broody, practical, working, hardworking, you know, blue like collar. blue collar guy. So I liked that dynamic a lot. Loved that dynamic. I'm going to give this book a four. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really anything wrong with it. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't think it was worthy of a five. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, it yeah. wasn't, like, something stunning. I loved it. It was Grumpy Sunshine. Mm-hmm. I, that's, like, one of my favorite tropes to ever exist. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, I was going to say I'm, another update. I forgot because oh. it just hit me in the brain because I had meant to say it. But I told you guys I was reading Neon Gods. I'm almost finished with it. And, like, that's, like, a happy sunshine, too. And, Grump- yeah. Uh, I was telling Tori it took everything in me to not stay up until 3 a.m. last night to finish it. But don't worry. I did not. I was I was good. I put it down and I went to bed at like 1130. So continue. That's impressive. Um, I also loved how confident and like self-assured she was. Like she was like, I do this and there's nothing wrong with it. But is there something else I want? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like shitting on herself no. at all. She was very confident, very confident in that she's like, I like being high maintenance and expensive things and whatnot. But I also understand that that's not everybody's reality. So like, am I, am I interpreting something wrong? She was always very open about like, she could be mistaken. And she really cared about people's she, feelings. She and did. Like, I don't know. But she also didn't sacrifice her own feelings for them either. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay. Let me see what I can do. And she really did try. Like, she always... I think she wore her heart on her sleeve a lot. And I really enjoyed that. And I really appreciated that. Because when, you know, a, her as a character, when interacting with other people in the book, she was always authentically, like, who she was. Yeah. She never changed. She, But she was also very um, attuned to everybody that she talked to. Yeah. And I really, I really, really like that. Which, obviously maybe wouldn't be the like most easiest trope for somebody who is a socialite you know maybe that's why i liked her so much because she did have that empathetic like yeah like element to her as a character um and maybe because like in the beginning she kind of suppressed that and then as she got throughout the book she she kind of embraced it even more than what it just like kind of naturally oozed out of her yeah but i love that she like hated her old friends by the end of it oh yeah she's like uh she's like what is this growth character arc of mine and i'm like here for it so she totally like leaned into that the one thing i did not like is that it was like kind of insta love yeah it was it was like a month and he was in love 
yeah it was like a month and a half and he said i love you and i am okay with insta love if it's if it's realistic insta love it can't be like um there was a book in loath to love you from ali hazelwood one of her short novellas i can't remember specifically which one it's the one with the green backdrop to it but that one was insta love where they get stuck in an elevator together um and they work for both engineering companies whatever but within that novella which is only what 90 100 page 100 pages or less they hate each other and then say like i love you essentially by the end of the like and it's within a like no maybe weeks period so i'm right so like i get the insta love because i definitely do feel like some people in a new relationship know that's the person that they're gonna be in yeah yeah like i i truly believe i think this is also just like my bleeding heart as a romantic that um time doesn't really have you know a say if you know who like in your heart that you're like i i love that person and i know this is this is who i want to be with Mm -hmm. um but obviously that's also not a good thing if like the relationship is toxic but hopefully i'm just gonna romanticize and be a hopeless romantic that it's not so yeah not all the nuances that can go with that but i i am a big proponent that you know time is time and sometimes you don't need a lot of it to know i agree this is definitely a better done insta love insta love yeah for sure mm-hmm. um also i just love him so much i love how you became so obsessed with her everything i know he's just like i'm not worthy i'm not worthy. <laughs> like worshiping her and i love it so well, not much. even that it was like you're mine and even though i may not be enough for you i'm gonna show you like my value to what definitely adds to your life someone who not only says i love you but shows i love, love you, you. Mm-hmm. which is key mm-hmm. i also like the fact that he was like a fisherman i know like I one of the so deadly the de- <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of like the deadliest catch of like every single time i just remember <laughs> I was just thinking of those fucking ships and boats and i was like yeah i get, I get the like burliness if he's hot but mm-hmm. um i love a burly man yeah i was like okay sick and i liked the fact that he like left for a few days and then he'd come back and i i don't know i feel like that whenever i am reading these books i end up putting myself in these situations 100 and i'm like would i thrive with somebody who would like leave me for like a two or three days and then come back and i'm like fuck yeah I mean, Melanie and I have had this conversation so many times. She's like, I need a guy who's very, like, into his, like, work and business because I don't really, like, want to talk to him. <laughs> well, it's, it's healthy to spend some time apart. It is, but also it's like, you can't have, you can't be that couple where y'all are, like, so busy y'all don't see each other at right. all. No, no, no. You know? Um, it's got to be a balance. Exactly. Exactly. And then they're so I excited did. to see each other every time. I it's know. Like the waiting is excruciatingly it wonderful. Is. It is. It's like the perfect time. And I like how Tessa Bailey doesn't like draw it out that much. You know what I mean? Like he leaves and then like the next chapter like it's her talking about her feelings about how him leaving and like what she's gonna do. It kind of like little snippets of what she's doing within those days. 
And then the next chapter is when he's back. Yeah. Or like he's chugging into port or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, so I appreciate that. But just because sometimes the yearning like could really eat me alive in the best way possible. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, can we can they fucking kiss already? I like know. it is like skin crawling sometimes. I was so how glad. I'm like, please just like smash their faces together already. I was so glad that they ha- didn't have to wait a long time before they like did stuff you know mm. they'd only known each other for like a week i was like don't drag this out for so fucking long i know i know and i feel like that's realistic too especially whenever they're like in a small town mm-hmm. and they're always working together and he's like what kind of a gravitational pull to you yeah and i don't like as an adult it's just like why the fuck would we wait if we're horned exactly. up for each other exactly <laughs> like let's just there's do also it. you're not like children in high school anymore yeah like you don't have obstacles and barriers that you're like well i have school and then class and then work and then or some people have work and then some people are doing like sports or whatever and also your children so you live with your fucking parents like how do you sneak out i mean you can it's just a lot harder yeah you have no more like you don't have that independency that most obviously adults do so and i love that he like tried to like wait just a little like a date basically because he was like i know she's gonna try and play this off as like a as a casual fling, yeah if i don't i love that he did that but it's so funny because so i relate smart. so hard aaron loves to tell this fucking story oh god i'm sure i'm sure he's said it in front of our friends a million times but that i wanted to hook up on the first date and he just like kissed me goodnight and left me at my door and i was like what the fuck is happening because i uh, did not know this yeah he, he dro- may have said it like just at, you know at a party he, and i was you know, there he probably but I said it's like it. she wanted to sex me up on the first date that's what he would have said she's he, all horned up <laughs> he literally has said it in front of his whole family like there's no shame or whatever well that makes but, sense now <clears throat> that was my summer of dating and i was just like kind of doing whatever the fuck i felt like and i really liked him on our first date so i planned on him coming in but he just dropped me off and gave me a kiss and left and i was just like god damn okay so what let me ask you did that turn you on even more or were you just like hold the fuck on is there something wrong with me um i definitely knew there was nothing wrong with me but i was in my like god era (laughs) yeah So, so you're like, there's nothing wrong like, with me, oh, but what man. did I do wrong for him to not be convinced? I guess I was just, like, kind of surprised. I was like, my charm. well, I wanted to hook up, and I'm kind of bummed that we didn't. Yeah. But, like, I know we both want to see each other. You're like, again. I know I can charm your dick off and suck it, too, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> why did you not? <laughs> but What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think, we, I think we didn't hook up until our third date, which was, like, kind of a lot for me at the time wow like that no that was 100% a lot for me at the time because I was in my home were you (laughs) were you very sexually frustrated I I just uh I had been in a long relationship in high school Mm -hmm. and then I was in a a four-year relationship in college and Mm -hmm. then I moved here took like a year off of dating and then I was like fuck it we (laughs) ball. essentially I was like I've never dated around so I'm gonna date a bunch of people and have a fucking shit ton of fun yeah and more power to you i'm power to anybody who wants to do that and because i was not putting like any fucking pressure on it Mm -hmm. dating was so easy for me that's good because i went in and i was like if i fucking hate you i will never see you again yeah and i think that's a nightmare for people pleasers but absolutely yeah because that literally sounds like 
hell the, to me. The easy, like, all you have to do is get through, like, one date, right? And mm-hmm. if it's going really badly, like, you can kind of, like, come up with a, oh, like, I'm really tired. Like, I'm going to go home. Like, I don't really right. want to have another drink. What have you. I would never go out to dinner because dinner is too serious. Too long. You have to, like, commit way too much time. Oh, that's say too long. You say, long. let's go out for a drink at a bar. And that way you have, like, Get your notes out, people. One or two drinks, you feel a little bit loose and goose, so you can, like, talk a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Loose and goose, did you like that? <laughs> yeah. You can talk a little bit easier, but then you can be like, okay, we had two drinks, like, I'm ready to go home. Because mm. also, like, if a dude's like, oh, no, let's keep drinking, you'd be like, I don't want to get drunk on, like, a first date. Like, that's super normal. Yeah. But there was... Very reasonable. Um, a guy that I did, like, go to his house on the first date, and he made me dinner. And I would never recommend that to someone ever in their life, because that was stupid of me. Just because, well, obviously... It's just dangerous. Right, it was supposed to say, it was like, it's Which dangerous. also, fucking red flag. I told this dude, I was like, I don't want to come to your house for dinner, because, like, that's dangerous. And he's like, really? Like, you would think I'm dangerous, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, motherfucker, absolutely. I am yeah. meeting you like you are a complete stranger to me. What kind of fucking trust do you think that I'm going to have just blindly put into your hands of my safety? And I literally kept Get saying fucked. no, and I still fucking said yes because I'm an idiot. And then I ended You're up young. going. And it was a great date, and we, like, saw each other a couple of times. And then I started dating Aaron, and he, like, tried to like come back into oh, my I life after the, it was I like a you, mutual fit scene yeah and he went like psycho mode and was like i like totally messed up by not giving us a chance like yeah. give me another chance like i don't know if you're how your boyfriend would feel but like i'd love to take you alexa with me on this trip i was like are you insane yeah alexa could play cry me a river by justin Timberlake. literally i was like boy <laughs> you act like i want you and i did not fucking want you there's a reason i ignored you like there's a reason why it fizzled and that's what i chalked it up to yeah, unless you want but... me to like reject you cold stone in your face i can definitely do that but <laughs> yeah no Anyways, meanwhile, I'm over here. <laughs> Back to the. Meanwhile, this month has been three months since I have not. Or three months. <laughs> three years since I haven't had anybody. Like, dated you know what's anybody. Funny, too, is on your birthday. <laughs> You were like, this is the year I'm going to get back into dating. I yeah. was like, yes, bitch. And you're like, absolutely not. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Actually, I was on the dating apps this uh, afternoon. Um, but also at the same time, I haven't dated a guy in three years. And even then, I don't really even count it because it was such a like fever dream of shit. I mean, what was three years ago? 2020 yeah Oof. so that was hey! all sorry i did not mean to scream in the mic I my dogs just... are fucking clawing at my door um it was just reflex more than anything yeah that um was... so anyways yeah and then after that uh i hadn't dated anybody seriously for four years prior to that so i think i've just gotten very used to being alone Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Anyways, back to, I went on a tangent because I was yeah, talking about how he was trying to put off sex mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. make sure she took it seriously. Well, he was like, I, she's going to want an easy out to this mm-hmm. just because she's going to want to go back and have her life or whatever. But I know that there's something there and I felt it and I know she's denying it. So I'm not going to sit here and have her give her any excuse to also deny it. 
So. Literally, when they had started hooking up finally or whatever, because they had sex on their, like, second date or when they hung up, whatever. Something it wasn't like that, that far after their first date. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I'm going to fuck the word friend out of your vocabulary. I was like. Oh! Brendan and Piper. Those are the two people's names. Yeah. The two characters. But anyways, I uh, love their dynamic. I loved, like I said, Piper. I just have not met a character like her in a in a love story yeah um until her um in her trope and her like mannerisms and stuff so i was just super excited do you want me to hold it um but yeah i just really liked reading about her so and then i also found out that in the next book hook line and sinker is about the sister hannah which i can't even believe that and Tori is reprimanding her dogs right now. She's being scary mom. And she just... <laughs> I just hear this. Right when I go... But yeah, the other one, Hook, Line, and Seeker, is about... Hook, Line, and Sinker is about Fox and Hannah. I didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that, but that's amazing because I literally got that book today. I know. That's why I was like, wait, hold on. There's no way that... Because throughout the book um you kind of see like it's setting up for her mm-hmm. because hannah is piper's sister which i, I love that her. dynamic yeah and i also loved that he gave her the record player and like was caring about her and stuff yeah so um no it was definitely setting up for her for her story as well yeah so it kind of gave a little bit of, like a taste of her interest in somebody else in the book too so i'm excited to see when um to like listen to that book and see what her story is about me too but listen to it tomorrow so we totally like went off the uh 25 minute kind of cut off so hopefully if you are still here you'd like to hear some spoilers now yeah this and is get into the spoiler era it's not even a it wasn't even a crazy like episode i think we just got just a like, lot of ha- tangents. like i guess i shouldn't we've had a lot of stay chaotic no, it's not chaotic. You always say that. I know. Every single episode. Because we kind of bounce chaos. around on topics and, like, okay. what we talk about. That's so not it's chaos, chaotic. though. A little bit. It's scattered is what it is. And it's totally Aren't fine. Those, like, synonyms? I wouldn't call it chaos, though. Because we're not, like, fucking screaming. I mean, you just did to your dogs. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, like... like but also, like, not screaming about, I don't, I wouldn't call it chaotic. I don't think that we have, like, chaotic energy. Sometimes I think we get off topic and get excited, but I don't think we're chaos all the time. I don't think every episode I guess is I chaos. don't associate chaos with, like, the volume level, per se. Well, it's not even just, like, volume. It's just, like, the... Energy. The, the one topic to the other, like, bouncing around. Oh, that's not chaotic to me. I feel like chaos is, like, the energy plus, like, a whole bunch of factors. And okay, it's, like, true. all over the place. I'll go with that. So, I I wouldn't say that. I just think we also like tangent because we relate to some of these books, obviously. Um, especially whenever they're like love stories and they're I cute feel like part of the problem stuff. is that we're best friends and so we literally are just talking like we normally talk. Yeah. So, well, we are rebranding. It's not a problem per se. That's just like what ends up happening. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to tighten it, but I never know which way is tightening. Okay, there we go. Oh. Sorry, I was trying trying to tighten my mic, and Maddie was like, "What the fuck?" So I was, was twirling like, it essentially. It's like, what are you doing? Um, no, yeah, but also at the same time, like, again, 
we talked about this. We were branding, so we're just going to not be scared to share. But if you stuck around this long and want to hear, like, our nitty-gritty details, stick around. And if you don't, um, come back whenever you've read the book. And if you don't care, then just you don't care. Going. Um, So let's talk about I freaking love – I always want to say Brandon, but it's not. It's Brendan. And um, I loved this little, like, Seattle port town. And it just gave me all the, like – cozy almost mm-hmm. kind of forks vibes <laughs> and i was like the in the best way possible like because obviously the pacific northwest is always like kind of gray and gloomy rainy rainy chilly. but it means like cozy to me everyone's in sweaters and leggings and boots i know but the nice thing is is that this season was in summer, summer. so um I would imagine that summertime is so nice up there. Mm-hmm. And the description of, like, Brendan's house was so cute and quaint. And that he, like, built all his shit from driftwood. And the that he was so he resourceful. gave her a key to go stay there? Oh, my like, God. And then also, not only that, like, he was such a man. Like, he had a headboard and everything and, like, matching towels and was taking care of himself, knew how to cook. I was like, bro, this is my dream man. I know. He really is a dream He's man. He like, has to be past 30. They actually didn't talk about how old he is. The entire book. They talked about how old she is, but not her, him. Yeah. I would imagine that he's obviously, like, around the same age. Yeah, because he had been married. Because she's It had been seven years since his wife had I, died. I basically said, I think I thought, like, 30. Yeah, like I right feel like 30. 30. Because seven years is a long time, and I think he said he got married young, and I don't remember. But 30, 32 something like that yeah but um but no i really liked him and i just the way that he was just described is just like this burly man who like grunted all the time <laughs> i was like god he's just making like a like fucking caveman but like in the best way possible so yep. i loved that and i loved how like sunshine piper was and she just like teased him and made him red and he like didn't mm-hmm. get embarrassed too easily but like she could tell whenever he like ruffled her feathers or she ruffled his feathers excuse me and i don't know i i really liked that also thought that the trope of him having a wife who had passed on and him grieving i thought that was great like as a different trope for yeah. me but um, I like that had been, like, a good amount of time had right. passed. I like, I like that it was fresh. Because, like I said, I had never read a book that had um, a main character still, like, basically, he was a widower. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. Um, and the way that his wife dies, it was so sad that she just had, like, an aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, also, it was, like, seven years. So it was well past it. And he talked about how, like, you know, it was hard the first three years. He's like, you know, the seventh, the, you know, first, second, and third year. But it's never really been or even like what did he say like the fifth year or something but now it's starting to just feel like duty mm-hmm. that he goes like he made a vow to make yeah he, he made a vow and he vows. needs to like keep honoring that even after mm-hmm. you know to preserve her legacy and also like his promise to her family mm-hmm. that he ended up essentially making and bro the dad was fucked up mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. being like you're never gonna replace my daughter from this man and like I, to a, to a degree, I get as, like, being an in-law, you're like... But seven years have passed. I know. You want your you son-in-law to never be happy. Sorry. You finish. I was going to say, I was like, I get it, but also I don't think it's justified at all. At all. <laughs> I feel like he's like, 
what you're holding on to, man. But that's, like, major grief that's, like, issues with you. Especially, like, you said, almost getting close to a decade after your daughter's been gone. Like, don't you want the guy, the man, who continually shows up to still support your daughter who's long been gone? And, like, never has once, like, I don't know, like, never not shown his like, love for her and, like, pride, you know what I mean? And, like, dedication. And you're going to be like, yeah, you're never going to live up to my daughter, so, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what the fuck is your deal? I get where it comes from, but I don't agree with it, nor encourage it. What? Nothing. Oh, okay. Are you just thinking? I'm just letting you finish. Okay. Well, I finished now. <laughs> You? I was like, you have to me so quick. I was like, I'm not supporting it. I didn't think you were. I literally was like, just kind of like adding in my two cents to agree <laughs> with you. I thought like we normally speak to each other. And then you yelled at me. I didn't yell at you. I just I was like, I'm not finished. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God. Um... But yeah, I thought that was really fucked up. But yeah, I can see this being such a cute little movie. Oh my god, it would be a great movie. I bet it's you know, gonna be one. You know where it would be perfect for? Hallmark. Yeah, or one of the cheesy uh, Netflix ones. Oh my god, my dad, my dad loves Hallmark movies. He I loves mean, them course. so much. I hate them. They hurt my soul because they are so cheesy. During Christmas, I watch no. all the cheesy Netflix movies. I yeah. love when they come out. Those fucking gag. The, if you didn't hear the that, Vanessa Hudgens princess ones, fucking murder my soul, and I still have to watch mm-mm, them. Mm-mm. You saw? Oh no, you didn't. So we started watching this uh, show. I think it's called Never Have I Ever, sort of thing. It's something to that effect on Hulu, and it's newer. Mm-hmm. And it's about this girl. She's in high school, and it's her like going into high school. Her dad just died, but it's a comedy. Like, it's, like, her narrating, mm-hmm. and she's, like, in therapy, and she has anxiety. Oh, I love that show. It's fucking funny, dude. It's I so hilarious. Okay, Allie, whenever There's I saw Allie and Melanie, yeah, when I saw Allie and Melanie this past, like, month, um, they were, Allie was like, oh, Melanie, I think you really like this show because I think you would relate a lot to the main character. <laughs> <laughs> That's she's literally like paralyzed from her anxiety she is but then she doesn't and then she, like three months later out of like an epiphany she like was i know so anyways we watched it and it hurt me so bad because it's like that like high school cringe mm-hmm. like don't know like how to set like you're setting boundaries but you don't know how and like you don't know how to like deliver it with tact and you're just awkward and oh my, oh god. my god you it made to me... watch all the seasons it's so funny it's so good i i started watching it but uh, besides the few episodes that we watched together um but it genuinely hurts me mm-hmm. like i cannot it's i can't so watch because more it's than, like, so real I know. It's and not cringe in like the a The fact that she talks to a therapist and she's like, can way. you buy me a thong? A red lacy thong. <laughs> she, <laughs> and then she's like, she's girl. She's so obsessed, obsessed with sex and boys. And yes. Like, and obviously that's all just a trauma response. Like to bury all the stuff about her dad because her dad that passed. That and it's also still real. So like, suddenly. Even, even if you're not dealing with like 
that grief and stuff like yeah because you're just a little horn monster whenever you're yeah, like a high that's school why kid it's, so, it's just like so funny and it relatable. is but it hurts me it like, genuinely like hurts me i had to not watch it for a few days because i'm like i can't i have to look away from the tv oh every hurts. time a new season drops i binge it in like two days i can't oh my god we it's have to watch so it good. together um but yeah so i don't remember where i went <laughs> off with that but you know that's that also, we about the passed away wife, the wife who died. Oh yeah. So, um, but I also really liked, um, like we said, we touched on Hannah and Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like they're really good supporting characters. Mm-hmm. I don't think they we were obviously got out for supporting characters. They too. were, they were. But that's why obviously setting up for. Isn't it crazy though that they're fleshed out enough that, but it like in such a simple way, mm-hmm. like I don't feel like they were ever overbearing in yeah. possible like aspect also um what what happened um i was gonna say i liked when she came in with a tray of jello shots to the memorial bro that shit baby fucking I was like, that's something i would do for sure <laughs> like let's get this party started what's all with all the long faces and then she's like oh fuck i gotta leave i literally there were so many embarrassing moments that i just was like i would never be as like graceful like take the situation as graceful as piper did mm-hmm. she was just like i can't believe i did that oh my god i'm like i'm so sorry i need to leave and he's like no it's fine that party needed a little jiving like you brought the fun but besides the point but she's always anything that she did that was kind of embarrassing she was like i can't believe i did that and like but she didn't like dwell on it because I feel like I would be completely mortified I'd and be like paralyzed in the yeah. position. She just like left. She always just was like, "Well, the Piper train keeps rolling." <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I love the little scene whenever she gets drunk and um, Bre- Brendan is like there watching her, mm-hmm. and he's like, "The she's like these wonderful incredulous ladies got me drunk." Uh. <laughs> I, I was like yeah i would i would do that and when she saw him she's like so excited and happy mm-hmm. and then she's like this is the best sex i've ever 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 yeah, had. had and then no, everyone, or she's like your body is like the best person that wait no she says sex? our sex is the best i've oh, ever, sorry. ever had and sorry. then the music like cut right at out moment, and everybody, everybody at knows the, at the bar was like nice <laughs> you're like, like yeah nice. all the guys are like cheering their beers to <laughs> yeah. and you're like Oh God! It's so funny. The two things that I will say that cringed, cringe, cringe, cringe me out. One, and if you've been a listener to the podcast, oh God, I know. Where this you is know. Going. One, it was the use of the word "baby." Oh, <laughs> 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 just gets me chills, and <laughs> this makes me laugh so hard because immediately, whenever they finally like, it was the scene. That they finally like hook up and mm-hmm. like they have like actual sex because mm-hmm. before they kind of like skirted around, they got each other off, but it wasn't like Only actually for the them. first one, I think. Yes, but like he invited her over to his house and that's where he like fucking he fucked her on the table. Anyways, um, he, he whatever he's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I just can't. I just could not just because it just reminded what did he me. Say? He's like, oh, fuck. What did he say? I don't know. He said there's multiple times where he's like, yeah, baby, you like this or like something like that. And yeah. it's like, 
he's like, yeah, baby, you like this whenever I fuck your tight pussy. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't like it. It's, I don't like so it. It's so interesting because, like, I don't like it. Some things are like, okay, yes, like, that's not cringy to listen to no. sex-wise. And then some things are so skin-crawling. And also, I, I wrote this in, in my notes today that, uh-huh. like, it's crazy how when you hear it in a book. Okay, first off, listening to a book versus reading. Reading is always easier to down. Sex scenes talking like that everything listening is hard because someone mm-hmm. is speaking and sometimes when you hear mm-hmm. them speak those words you're like yeah don't not say that. only that i would like to say um it also depends on like the voice actor yes too but also i have to like be like okay if this was happening to to me in real life like i don't think this would be cringe mm-hmm. like it would flow naturally so it wouldn't sound so weird and so that's why sometimes i just have to be like it's not cringe i just like i just to... can't get over it. i don't know what it is it is not it's not triggering to me but it's just like it is immediate like cringe Lord, baby yeah well no how it was i think it may have also been the voice actor's male voice yes i that hate, didn't i really wish i understand that not all there are books can have multiple actors but when a woman or a man has to do a Both. man or woman's voice like i just am like however God. i will say that there are a few i don't i can't name them off the top of my head i need to Sometimes do a better who are good mm-hmm. at it i need to do a better job of knowing who is narrating because then i know which narrators i'm gonna like mm-hmm. and are gonna portray characters a lot more authentically to like what i'm probably gonna think as um and there are a few female like voice actors who do a phenomenal male voice mm-hmm. But I don't think she did. No, I don't think I, so either. I don't think her voice changed enough to me for her. Like, of course, she, like, went down an, an octave. Mm-hmm. But I could still tell it was her. I, yeah, I agree. So I, agree. I think that's also another reason why. Things get cringe. cringe. Yeah. Yes. Because when she would talk regular as Brendan, it wasn't too bad. But, like, the sex talk was uh, like, yeah, it was, it was a little I tough. applaud voice actors so much because the oh way God, I, I wouldn't be so unserious. Also, the way that she had to, like, I just think about it and, like, the way Piper, like, screams out Brendan's name. Uh-huh. Like, she has to do that? Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. She's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I can't. That just gave me the ick so much. I think I almost baby barbed. <laughs> Also, so bad. I, we've talked about this. You hate oh. the name baby. I love the name baby. I, I call know. Aaron baby. I call him babe. Like I you call, call him, him honey things. a lot. I do call him honey. Mm-hmm. Honey, honey. Um, I I think for me, I've always only called my partners babe. I don't know yeah. why it's so. And I also call you babe. Like I, I call, call everybody. Babe. I call everybody babe like as babe. well. Hey, babe, can you do that? Hey, babe, can you do this? Um, so, you so, know, I'm going to out my parents really quick really, right now, but they're like little, their little saying to like nickname for each other is Pookie. Pookie. <laughs> I'm going to call Aaron Pookie. I was like, my mom will be like, Pookie, do this for me. <laughs> you know, like so funny. funny. Or she'll say Pook. Hey, Pook. That, that Pook. <laughs> Pook, you really gonna do that? What's the Demi Lovato meme? And my and my dad will do it too. Pookie, it's <laughs> a Demi Lovato meme. It's so cute though. I actually would call my significant other Pookie just because I grew up with that. Yeah, but that also is kind of gross and sickly. Gross and sickly. <laughs> <laughs> 
sickly. Okay, <laughs> let me, let so me, let me get out these dad. two thoughts really quick. Thank <laughs> you so much. Let me get out these two thoughts really quick. Okay. First off, and they're both about the show you. Okay. Okay. In the first season, they talk about how much um, Joe, the main character, mm-hmm. hates him and his girlfriend at the time. They hate the nicknames, like babe and baby. the pet names and they make fun of it and every time you say you hate baby all i can think of is you and i'm like okay you serial killer <laughs> i was about to say so great i am a raging also, serial killer and serial stalker if you saw the newest season of you um there's a socialite character named lady phoebe and she reminded me a lot of piper because mm. it's set in britain okay so um interesting but She's like a very, she's like a good socialite, essentially. Mm -hmm. She's surrounded by the wrong people. And then when she removes herself from the situation and Mm -hmm. like goes somewhere healthier, she's like a really good person and does a lot of good with her life. Yeah. And, um, spoiler alert, she does not die. And it's because like Joe actually likes her and can see that she's a good person, essentially. Um, so I just like saw those parallels in the show and Fair. this book and i love that they are redoing this bar in honor of her dad of their dad oh oh yeah who passed sorry away. sorry sorry yes mm-hmm. and that she meets her grandma, grandma? and oh, gives her a makeover and she's like my granddaughters have like brought me out of my like depression, depression. essentially because she never left her, her house grief. yeah i know i was like what the literal fuck this is so sweet not only that i just love the fact that also piper is like a, a redhead like a very light redhead yeah um i don't know why i like that but i do and um another thing that i like super 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 loved um fuck i lost my train of thought the fact that she came into her party on a fucking unicorn was sending me into another dimension <laughs> that I was one like, was hard i kind of just like kind of forgot about I know, that i was like i'm gonna block this oh out yeah because, i was like mechanical uh, bull if anything so embarrassing <laughs> a unicorn but i also love the fact at the very beginning the reason why she got into this mess is because she like had a bad breakup she was like fuck you i'm a, like like throw an epic party yeah throw an epic party break into this pool invite everybody public nudity get, bunches, arrested. get arrested because of like fireworks and all this kind of shit um i thought that was interesting too and then her shit friend kirby like also hilarious that it was called Kirby. Um, um, which, okay, now another show parallel. That part reminds me of the show Dynasty because there's a friend named Kirby. I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember now what I was going to say. I loved the fact whenever she found out that the ship had an accident and she sprinted to the hospital. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the sex that came after that? Yes. And she was trying to uh, keep it together, and he oh was like, God. baby, come here. And he's like, and she's like, I'm fine. It's fine. I'm okay. And I could just see that so well. And he's like, come here. Oh, that scene was so good. That scene it was, was so, so fucking good. good. I kind of wanted her to have, like, a propo- like from the movie Proposal uh, with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, where mm-hmm. she, like, is on the boat, and she's upset or whatever, and he's... And she's realizing that he, like, her family loves him, and they're all, this, like, the scheme and the scam is all finally getting ahead of her. And he avoids a buoy, and she goes into the water. 
Oh, and it's off the coast of Alaska. Yeah. And it's like obviously very, very cold water. You can't stay in it, mm-hmm. you know, very, very long. I was like, I kind of want that to happen to Piper. Why so do you want to watch the proposal now? I love that movie. I know. It's so fucking good. Oh, now I want to watch that. Betty White. I know. May she rest in peace. She is an icon. I love her. Always. Um... What was I gonna say? Yeah, I really liked. I really liked that, and also I thought it was hilarious the fact that I didn't know what a fucking typhoon hurricane was. I was like, oh Bitch! yeah. Also loved whatever he was like. Don't ever do that again. If I find you running around in a typhoon, yeah. trying to get to my house, no matter what, don't fucking do it again. Yeah. And I was. Ugh, I just love that protective type so much. I just he's. He was written so well. He was. This is truly a man written by a woman. <laughs> like, every... And this is why I don't want to get on dating apps. Yeah, I don't blame you. But there was this cute guy on the dating app that I had. And his... Um, I was like, damn it. His one... So one of my prompts on my Hinge dating profile um, is, like, green flags I look for. That's the prompt. Uh-huh. That's, like, you don't use... Uh, head and shoulders two in one yeah and the guy that i thought was super cute he was like uh i've graduated from head and shoulders two in one and i wanted to comment and be like perfect this is great we're obviously meant to be we're on the same page we're on the same page but i ended up responding to somebody else who was like um one like good thing about me or like my the way I show love is like sending you a PDF of the menu before we get there. Mm. And I was like and I and I clicked on that prompt and said and here I thought chivalry was dead. <laughs> so cute witty banter. I love it. Um I can be very charming. Just I people have don't no doubt. People just obviously like I keep it reined in. I am also very rusty. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's get let's move away from that. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, men are really stupid for not reading romance books. Oh my god! Like, yeah. sorry, you like. How do I win over a woman? Just read a fucking this book. Read, and it doesn't even have to be a good romance book, dude. Like, it doesn't even have even to be one that is like. Ones. The ones that are people are talking about, like, all over TikTok or BookTok. Like, I mean, the search could be literally so easy on any of these social media platforms. But it could be the ones that covers with fucking Fabio on it. And, like, a, what is it? Photoshopped white horse. Like, it's those really terrible cheesy ones. And you will still learn so, so, so much of, like, the women's gaze and, like, a women's, like, desires. Read Tessa Bailey and um, Emily Henry. And you yeah. will be set to find a woman. Casey McQuestion is also good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really, I really, really like hers. Um, and who else? Ooh, Talia Hibbert. So sexy. Those, those are good. She's a British author, so mm-hmm. she uses the word cunt a lot. So it's a little. I love the word cunt. Whether uh-huh. it be. Like describing or like using it against somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to they'd be like, I'm a cunt. Like, I yeah. love saying that. I'd be like... Well, I saw, like, a TikTok. Cunt. I love... I told you I saw a TikTok, and she's like, I don't understand the repercussions of serving cunt constantly. Yes. Because I don't know what... <laughs> oh, I need something on recording. <laughs> Carly! No! Almond, go! Almond, go! Go! Almond! Go! Go, Almond! Go! Almond. go. Hold on. 
<laughs> my soul just left my fucking body. I'm so sorry to anybody whose eardrums we just fucking blew. <laughs> We're recording at my house today instead of at Maddie's and my roommate. And fucking no. She just whipped the door open and screamed, scaring the absolute shit out of Maddie and I. And she was like, and I'm so sorry. So that's what just fucking happened. And I literally could piss me. like go find that and be like warning please put your like headphones down or like lower the, the volume, volume. Ourselves, but anyways what were we saying <gasps> we were talking about <sighs> genuinely i don't even remember guys <laughs> like, and i scared the topic right out of my head <laughs> i know i was making a point you were it, it'll come back but i wanted to talk to you about the scene where he uh he goes over to foxes and he's like dude how do I, like, he's just kind of brooding at the edge of the, like, couch on opposite sides. He's like, so are you going to tell me, like, what's going on? Or are you going to continue mm -hmm. chewing on nails? And then they take him to the expo. And Fox is like, well, you, every girl's different. You have to know, like, what they like. Like, for instance, if I wanted to take Hannah, there's a, like, vinyl expo, like, going on. And he's like, how do you know that? And he's like, no, I, no reason. It was just on my on Yeah, my, like, I was Facebook. like, okay, bro. I was like, all right. But, um, but Yeah. Like that, and then they go into the city in Seattle, and they like, and he buys her whatever she wants, and I know. he like treats her, and she's like, "Wait, hold on, I have a rich boyfriend." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, baby, you don't know how much money they make with like doing like deadliest catch. Mm -hmm. Like they like come home with paychecks." But I like that she was like, "We don't have to do this, yeah. you know." Like this, and she was like, "Why?" Mm -hmm. And he was like, "No, but I want to," and like because you're not being like selfish about it. it makes me want to do it for you even, even more. more like it was just a really healthy and like sweet interaction i felt it like. really was i liked it a lot where he was like no but i want you to do this she's like but i don't that's not like what this whole relationship is and about like mm. yes i do like those things but i've come to realize now that that's not everything i need to be me mm -hmm. i'm like love that and i so another thing i like about the bar is that she like has her own thing you know yeah She's not, like, um, f like, fully engrossed in his life. Like, she has her own stuff still. More, she's you still know, like, independent. Sometimes people can get, like, absorbed into, like, the man's life when they start dating or whatever. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. But she, like, kept her own, like, personality and, like, independence and all that stuff. And I just feel like having the I bar, know. like, really, like, gave her her own thing, but still, like, made her like love the town and, it still like, felt so hometown like she wasn't like, giving she, things up like she was right. gaining things by going there right. besides just a guy right right she's not that there's anything gaining wrong her um life lessons that she was being yeah. taught and she's like oh my god is, did it work and also i feel so bad that like her parents were so absent when her stepdad, stepdad canceled the flight i was like mm -hmm. come on I know. Dude, whenever she got hit, she got, like, kicked while she was down by everybody. Mm -hmm. And I was so mad whenever Brendan was, like, 
basically using his fear of the fact that she's gonna leave as motivation to like push her away mm-hmm. and being like either you show up or i know that you're not like he and then he yeah. like obviously realized he was like i was asking so much of her basically to like pledge like giving up everything she's ever really known mm-hmm. and being only with me after six you know six weeks six weeks you know less and than I'm two glad months that he realized that <clears throat> and he's like i of course she's gonna have like fail safes it wasn't didn't mean that she was gonna use them but like she was protecting herself work, yeah. right and he's like i can't believe i did that like i can't believe i asked her for like basically gave her an ultimatum mm-hmm. i mean like either you're here or you're not and like if you're here then i know you're in and if you're not then i know that this was all for nothing yeah and uh, I love the line. Oh my god, yes! I loved the line where she was like, "Don't, don't give up on me." Like, like believe in me. But you can't Can't. not believe in me. Like believe in me. Like believe this. Like know that I'll be there. Mm -hmm. You know, in the morning. And of course, and like the only reason why she didn't make it is because she was helping the elderly man out. Albert is that his name? I think so, to the museum, the museum and he tripped, tripped and, and hit, hit his, his head. head. And I was like, oh, stop. I mean, we all knew that something was going to keep her from going. <clears throat> and then he just realized, like, how much of a massive asshole he was and how much he made a mistake whenever he finally got back on land. How many, like, was it a week? It was two days. Or two days? Yeah. Cool. cool. I know. I love that <clears throat> he wasn't gone for, like, a week at a time. And it yeah. Was just like a two- it was like a weekend. Right, right. I'm like, that's doable. That is doable. And more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I like whenever he came back and he saw how much he's touched so many. She had touched so many people. She was setting on her own roots. roots right. I liked the way he like saw that. He was like establishing like a name for herself here, and he never even realized it. And he's like, I only took into account like what she was establishing with me mm-hmm. as roots, and that wasn't enough. And mm-hmm. here I was just thinking that again, underestimating her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, stop. And then he realized, like, how much he's touched, how many people she's touched. And he comes, like, and the little old man comes up. He's like, that was my fault, like, that she didn't get to see you mm-hmm. or whatever. And then uh, the the women and the wives were like, yeah, I told her to toughen up nicely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I thought it was nice. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then all the girls, her two friends, because she made friends there. They did, like, little, like, makeup makeovers, makeovers and, stuff. and, like, tutorials. Yeah. And I'm just, oh, it made my heart so happy. I know. This was just a feel-good love it really story. Was. Like I said, I didn't expect much from Tessa Bailey. I thought I wasn't going to like it. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed her book, so that's why I gave it five. I don't know what chord or string it struck in my heart, but it obviously, I like, mean, made it thump a little harder. I mean, feel-good. Yeah. Like, I mean... That's the best part of a book. Oh, for sure. For sure. About any book. And I think that's also how I feel. Right, Maybe I'm in like my cute little romance era. After reading Priest, I'm like craving it now because yeah. reading. Gods. Yes. Reading Neon Gods. Like, again, I think I also like that there's not so much thought process involved in, in these books. Mm-hmm. They're very easy. And like I can kind of get lost in the story and not have to like. Like with Crescent City, where I'm like theorizing all these different like multiverse yeah, string theory shit. To, yeah, yeah. Um, not that I don't like using my brain, but I just feel like it's so nice and like refreshing. It's the same reason why I like Studio Ghibli movies. It's why people really love Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. It's just you can kind of get a break of not having to read into anything. Yeah. Um. There's a TikTok trend going on right now, and it's mm-hmm. like me after finishing like. A 900-page fantasy novel going to my 
200-page palette cleanser, like, rom-com. Literally. It's, like, it's time to be a silly billy again. Like, a silly billy time. I don't know if that's... Silly belly? It's, like, some sort of saying Uh. like that. It's, like, like silly dilly-dally, something like that. Mm. I can't remember, but it's just, like, funny because it's, like, so accurate how, like, you need something more chill and after a complex like, huge books yeah. and stuff especially fantasy mm-hmm. just because fantasy is just like oh it can you be need a, lot. a second to like digest really process it all and like absorb the information that yeah you, learned. you just like ate a whole ass meal and then some with this book like mm-hmm. come on like you just need like a little like legit a sort like a little lemon sorbet of a book <laughs> <laughs> palette cleanse essentially yeah <laughs> like come on that's literally what i think and about this was the perfect book for that Yes, it was. This was was the perfect book for that. Um, And I think also, I think this also attributes to to work because work is kind of picking up again a little bit. And when I'm coming home and I'm working with stuff and numbers and, you know, dealing with my managers or whatnot, um, I think this allows me to not have to add on to the mental strain that I already come home with. Yeah. And so recently. Sorry, I just so much. It's okay. Um. And so recently, I think that's why I've been gravitating to books that don't really have a lot of um, plot heavy, like brain capacity. Necessarily. Yeah, necessarily. Yeah. Like, I and I know you all understand like what I'm saying. Not that these books don't have substance or whatever, but it's not to the point to where like it's a whole fantasy world um, with its own rules, governance, and powers. You know, sort of thing. <laughs> governance, <laughs> but you get it. Um, Where you're, like, solving an insane mystery. Oh, my God, yes. And trying to predict the book. Yeah, and trying to, like... And also keep up with all the details. And you're like, yeah. wait, they said this. This means that X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So. But, um, but, yeah, I am excited to read Hook, Line, and Sinker. Me, too. I can't wait because it was so funny because she... Piper seems so much more, like, the preppy, cute, very, like, Paris Hilton-esque, mm-hmm. like, um, influencer girl and her hannah's like a little hipster grunge moment Mm -hmm. sort of thing and i just love that she's literally like black and white like she is like grunge black darkness kind of like opposites yeah and they get together and she she just like takes care of her sister so much she is like i saved your vinyl in my like prada gucci bag on the side she's like you did that for me she's like i knew it wouldn't fit yes go like decompress yeah "Mm." so also love the fact whenever she like tried cooking and uh set the pan on fire and like ran into the street and he is like put it out with an extinguisher and he immediately looked at her hands to make sure she didn't like get burned and i was like Fuck! but then he yelled at her so <laughs> <laughs> but it was out of love um, redirected love that's like all i have to say I mean, this book, like I said, it's a simple story, and I think we filled it in very well with all of our little tangents in, like, relation. What other books are you reading right now? Shit. Neon Gods is really it. That's it? Okay. Um, I have, on my Goodreads, it still says that I'm reading Six of Crows, which, I mean, like, yeah, I guess I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just rereading it again. Yeah. Um... But besides that, Tori was so nice and got me Meet Me at the Lake. Love. I um, think we should read that in July. Mm-hmm. It's because like it was our one-year book because it, it was, was our second, second book that we read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and also, isn't Love Theoretically coming out after. soon? It is. Oh, my God. We should totally do the same. Yeah. 
Yeah. When are we supposed to read Crescent City 2? We don't have it We should set. slate it for also because we read Akatar. So we could read another SJM book. There you go. Oh, my God. I love this idea. There you because go. Because in June, it's uh, Pride Month. So we should do, like, mm-hmm. all LGBTQ stories. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do a little research, but. Same. More I'm sure anything. there's 10 million that'll like, show it, up right away. There so definitely are. I just want to make sure that we get some that are popular, but also not, like, super mainstream. Ooh. I might have one in my library queue already that we could do. Okay. But um, also, we're not going to be posting um, our schedules as posts anymore. Um, we're going to put them as our stories, and then we'll keep them cataloged in our like highlights. Mm-hmm. So just FYI, um, we kind of move want to move away a little bit from that. But besides that, um, next week um, we read if we had if he had been with me. Um, yeah, I, I remember because that. I would I kept getting these two titles mixed up because like if it had happened or if. It happened one summer. It happened one summer. If he had been with me. What the fuck am I saying? It happened one summer, and is that if he had been with me? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but super excited for that. And um, what else do we have? At, what's next? I know we're reading Ninth House this month. That's at the very end. Yeah. Um, there's another book in there. If we were villains. If we were villains, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm excited to see what these next books because a few of those ninth house and if we were villains have been on my tbr for a long 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 time everything has been on my tbr for a long time honestly this book and next week's book um i didn't even have on my radar this one not as much this one tessa bailey yeah the other ones did though no i tessa bailey like i said i didn't have any really interest in reading tessa bailey and then i'm glad i did Mm -hmm. um and then the other book that you have, that we have t- for if next he had week, been with me. if he had been with me, I had never even heard it until you were like, let's do this one. It's everywhere on my TikTok. Really? Or at least it was for a minute. Not so much anymore, but yeah. that's because uh, everything is CC right CC now. CC again. Girl, everything is, it's always SJM on your timeline. Always. Or on, on your For You page. Because I am violently obsessed. I know. But, um, but yeah. Okay. Well. That was it. I feel like we had such a good little episode and got to like really relate and dive into other things that obviously this book kind of brought up, brought up. Yeah. Dredged up since, you know, we're on a fucking Fisher boat. You popped that really well. Anyways. (laughs) Just had like a little like popping moment. Um, yeah interest of that counter like brett or not brettman not brettany brettany yeah i love him on so tiktok much. you guys need so to follow much. brettany i love all his little scenarios yes um okay yeah, we we're will... gonna let you go yep <laughs> as if we're on a phone it's like, yeah, I'm about to say, like this is like a phone call it's we will... facetiming right um okay we'll see you on the next one bye, bye.